It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Good morning, everyone. It is Friday, January 12, 2024. My name is Matt, and this is your daily crypto news. And we started trading the Spot Bitcoin ETF yesterday, and I don't know how everybody else felt about it. But wow, did number go up at the beginning and then number go straight down. If anybody was trying to trade that yesterday, I hope that you stuck to your plan of taking profits because that was unexpected. It was really unexpected. But I think I kind of know what's going on here. I think that there is a political lack of political will and political pressure by senators and other organizations on banks and financial institutions to not comply with the SEC order. The reason why I'm saying this is because Senator Warren says that the SEC is wrong on the law. She tweeted yesterday that the SEC is wrong on the law and wrong on the policy with respect to the Bitcoin ETF decision. If the SEC is going to let crypto burrow even deeper into our financial system, then it's more urgent than ever that crypto follow basic anti-money laundering rules. There's a fact check attached to Elizabeth Warren's tweet, and it said the SEC acted in accordance to the new circumstances brought up by the judge in the Grayscale Investments LLC case versus the SEC. And basically, in this case, Grayscale won the lawsuit, saying that the SEC cannot keep just denying a spot Bitcoin ETF, and there's no cause for them doing so at this point. So basically, SEC, get the job done. And that's what they did. And also, you saw that who voted for this spot Bitcoin ETF? Two Republicans voted for and two Democrats voted against. Now, I don't know if Gary Gensler is a Republican or a Democrat, but he is the chair of the SEC. And as chair of the SEC, he has responsibilities to follow the law and guide the SEC to be compliant to the law, which they lost that lawsuit. So I guess we get a spot Bitcoin ETF. That does not stop Elizabeth Warren and other lawmakers from putting pressure on financial institutions. Now, part of that pressure, in my opinion, and obviously this is just me throwing things out there, spitballing, I don't feel that I'm far off. Vanguard, which is a $7 trillion 
assets under management company refuses to let customers buy Bitcoin ETFs with their own money. So let me let me say that again. Vanguard, a company with $7 trillion of assets under management, told their customers, their American customers, an exchange-traded product that is legally on the market that they will not allow you to trade this ETF. Imagine that. Imagine that with any other company or commodity or exchange-traded product. It is absolutely absolutely insane and so in my opinion the market has reacted investors are like hey let's go into bitcoin this is gonna be a great day and then they see these companies come out and vanguard is not the only one vanguard and allegedly merrill lynch citibank and ubs have also banned their customers from investing in a bitcoin etf i have not confirmed the latter but vanguard is confirmed people are moving and closing their accounts that want to get exposure and they probably just see that this is a overreach of Vanguard and it restricts their consumer rights to do what they want in the market. But there are other financial institutions that are allegedly blocking their customers from buying a Bitcoin exchange traded product as well. Really quick, I want to comment on Elizabeth Warren's money laundering comments. There is money laundering with cryptocurrency. There's money laundering with violins and art and all kinds of different things. Anything that has value, you can launder with it. You can launder with anything of value. And from the data that I saw, Bitcoin has around $30 billion of confirmed money that was laundered with it. $30 billion. And that's opposed to the $20 trillion that they are looking at with U.S. dollars. Just want to throw that out there. By the way, that didn't really stop Bitcoin's ETF from starting out with a bang. $4.5 billion of trading volume yesterday. The biggest winner of trading volume was BlackRock's iShares Bitcoin Trust, or iBit, a billion dollars worth of volume all by itself. But the day yesterday was a little bit rocky, and they closed down around 4.6% from its open, and they closed at 26.62. But after the day of trading, it looks as though we have Bitwise and Fidelity taking the number one and number two spots, respectively, for the total of Bitcoin assets under management at around $237 million and $227 million. And iBet is number three at $111 million of Bitcoin under management now because of the spot Bitcoin ETFs. So we ended up with around $720 million positive cash flow into Bitcoin, which is a good thing. But we're fighting against the fears of the market because of these external pressures from politicians. But BlackRock's not going to stop there. Larry Fink, the CEO of BlackRock, is already eyeing an Ethereum ETF. Honey Badger. Honey Badger. He doesn't care. I mean, once you get a Bitcoin ETF, why not go all the way? In a couple years, we might be introducing the Floki Frunk Puppy ETF. <laughs> anyway, all these companies are fighting for the cheapest entry into this Bitcoin exchange-traded product. And Franklin Templeton reduced its rates, and it's now the cheapest Bitcoin ETF their ticker is EZBC. Um, it's going to take me a while to learn all these tickers, by the way. But Franklin Templeton's ticker is EZBC, and they went from 0.29% down to 0.19%. So the cheapest entry into a Bitcoin ETF right now is Franklin Templeton. That's enough from me. Let's get into Asia Focus. Hey everyone, welcome back to Asia Focus, a weekly section of Daily Crypto News. I'm Sarah and my email is sarah at dailycryptonews.net. Exciting time, exciting time. But Asia is a bit slow in that sense, but let's get into it. 
The U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission (SEC) has approved the Bitcoin spot ETF, raising expectations for the cryptocurrency market. However, what if you do in Korea? We don't know if Bitcoin is an underlying asset. So the financial regulators notified securities firms to prohibit domestic sales of U.S. Bitcoin spot ETFs for now, citing quote possible violations of domestic laws. End quote. Yes, it is a bit sad that Koreans can't buy Bitcoin spot ETFs, but there is something that doesn't also make sense. There's actually Bitcoin futures ETF already sold for Korean investors, Samsung Bitcoin Futures Active ETF, which was listed on the Hong Kong stock market early last year. And you know what? It made a 122% return in just over a year as of March 9th. It's totally okay for a Korean security firm to create a product, but get it listed and sold overseas. Bitcoin is just fine. But if we do the same in Korea, it's illegal. More correctly, we don't have a law for it to define what Bitcoin is. Some local newspapers said this order is actually done because the Korean government put investor protection rather than promoting investments in virtual assets. We kind of created a term called virtual asset to describe all different kinds of cryptocurrencies in Korea. But I gotta disagree with this whole orders and confusion in this market. We gotta face the reality and act fast, like right now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. South Korea's Financial Services Commission, FSC, has proposed a ban on using credit cards to purchase cryptocurrency, citing concerns, quote, illegal outflow of domestic funds overseas, end quote. I've read the official note from FSC in Korean, and it's not particularly about cryptocurrency. It's part of many revision suggestions of the Specialized Credit Finance Business Act. Korean cards have been quite useless when it comes to overseas payment. Someone like me who is living abroad, it has been a pain in the ass. I guess I have to keep that pain for a longer while. Anyways, you're also allowed to send any feedback opinion about this revision suggestion to the relevant department. So let's see how it goes. 
Another movement trying to shape the future of cryptocurrency in South Korea, the Financial Supervisory Service FSS this time, is set to release comprehensive guidelines marking a pivotal step in regulating virtual assets, addressing concerns around issuance, circulation, and listing standards. The FSS aimed to establish a robust framework for the digital asset market. Obviously, this is a quote from a news article, but this is one of those hocus pocus news, to be very honest, given the lack of crypto news in Asia, not because we don't have any news, but just lack of coverage sometimes. Any press release, any note from a meeting can be a news. But if you really look into it, nothing really changed. Uh, quick recap, uh, like I mentioned in the previous news, now we might not be able to use credit card for using crypto, not decided. We don't have to register non-custodial, decentralized crypto owning to tech service. Some government officials have tried to voluntarily report their crypto holdings. That's where we are right now in Korea. It's not really much of a regulation going on. One of the issues we have had, at least in Korea, for a long time is that the officers don't consider crypto as an asset as seriously as other countries do. And since all the matters are kind of stuck with financial authorities in Korea, no meaningful discussion can be pursued long enough to make regulations and include relevant departments to push through. Yep. Mercury, Japan's digital flea market platform with over 22 million monthly active users, is planning to allow users to purchase products in Bitcoin by June this year, according to Nikkei. Payments in Bitcoin are set to be hosted by the company's Tokyo-based blockchain subsidiary, Mercoin. While prices on Mercury would display in Japanese yen, users of the app would be able to make payments with Bitcoin, according to the report. I think this is the best practice the e-commerce platform right now can do. We already have seen quite a lot of platforms online who accept Bitcoin, but not as seamlessly as possible like this. This kind of initiative from Mercury was possible because Mercury has its own Bitcoin exchange. In March 2023, Mercury launched its own Bitcoin exchange, allowing users to purchase Bitcoin through the app using their bank account balances. And people who used the exchange were able to earn free points by selling activities on the platform. Mercury is not a super big company, but big enough that they made around 19.4 million in profit in the third quarter last year. Ten fund management companies are preparing to launch spot exchange traded funds backed by virtual assets in Hong Kong. Livio Wang, Hashkey's chief operating officer, mentioned that these fund managers include those with Chinese capital backing and others from Asia and Europe. Up to eight of the fund companies are at quote-unquote advanced stage for the launch, but Wang didn't provide any more details. Hashkey, on the other hand, which received a license from the SFC to offer retail crypto trading services back in August, confirmed with the block it may participate in potential spot crypto ETF in Hong Kong through two main aspects, engaging in crypto transactions associated with ETFs 
and providing crypto custody service. Obviously, those two goes together, right? Crypto ETF, here we come. That's all for today. Now let's get into those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. And the time is 10.15 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Fear greed is at 73. Greedy. Bitcoin is down big. We're down 6%. We're at $45,230. Still up 3.2 in the week. However, this is... Here's what I'm thinking, too. Not only do we have the political pressure in these companies saying that we're not going to allow you to buy Bitcoin, it's scaring a lot of other investors. I have my tinfoil hat on again because I always do. Is this a way for these skeptical bears and Bitcoin skeptics and Bitcoin haters to really tank the market by trading against the daily Bitcoiner, the Bitcoin trader, the Bitcoin hodler, the Bitcoin bull? Now, the only reason why I'm going to say that that's tinfoil hat and crazy because there are there's Kathy Wood. She holds a lot of Bitcoin. When we thought about all the institutional money going into Bitcoin, we're like, oh, yeah, number go up. But if you're trading with institutional money against Bitcoin and shorting it for other things, was there a downward pressure that we weren't expecting? Anyway, Ethereum's up almost a percent at $27,008. Teller is number three. Binance is number four, down 1.4% at 309. And Solana's at 9791, down 6.1%. Running off the top 10, we have XRP, USDC, Cardano, Avalanche, which is down 6%, by the way, 38.43, another getting into the buying territory. And Dogecoin is number 10. The total market cap is down 3.3% at 1.76 trillion, a Bitcoin dominance of 50.3 and an ETH dominance of 18.4. And that was our show today. I'll be back on Monday. I hope you have a great weekend. And until Monday, happy hodling, everyone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.